Okay. <laughs> I missed this. As a single tear rolls down Drew Alderson's cheek. Oh, I'm crying. This I, is... I, I just don't even. I haven't even announced this on the Facebook yet or anything. So they're fucking getting blindsided by this shit. Oh, I'm going to announce it at like the same time. Uh-huh. Uh, or something stupid like that. Welcome to Dial H for Hero Clicks, episode 1.657. Niner? Did I hear Niner, Niner in there? There's a Niner. 8.14159265817. Were you recording from a Shut up. <laughs> you missed it. You fucking know you did. I'm your host, Drew Alderson, for this special podcast with your host, Hunter Smith, with this special podcast with your asshole. Austin Smith, <laughs> uh, with your special host, Drew Alderson. <laughs> so, uh, th- what this is, is basically, uh, I'm quitting the podcast because I hate you guys, and I've decided that I'm going to spend all of my money on hookers and coke now. So, Are you going to try to become famous? Are you going to go out west and try to make it as a starlet and just become a porn star? I mean, my dick's huge, so yeah, I'm mean, probably look into that. That's plan C. That's plan C. We got two other yeah, plans. Yeah, shoot, shoot for the stars. I thought that was that. plan D. There's a, there's a, <laughs> actually, he's right. It's plan D. Oh, look at this guy. <laughs> this guy's got jokes. Uh, so it's been a while, guys. It has. A little bit. Since we've recorded a podcast. Not since we saw each other. I mean, yeah, that... I mean, we didn't see Drew for... I didn't see Drew for... You a, didn't yeah. see Drew. I see Drew all the time. But yeah. That's because... You have sleepovers once in a while. Austin never comes to White and Morse anymore. Yeah, he's busy being a big dungeon streamer. And playing Dungeons and Dragons. So, Austin, tell me about Lego building. Well, that crashed and burned pretty quick. <laughs> uh, I learned very quickly that the YouTube business requires an extensive amount of money, extremely hard work, and a niche. You know what doesn't? He has none of those things. I had none of those things regarding Legos. <laughs> Especially the hard work part. Especially the money part. Legos are fucking expensive. So fucking uh, Calder, like, like uh, we were talking on the podcast last week, you know, because you talk on podcasts. I just listened to it, by the way. He made a joke about your YouTube channel, your old uh, Lego YouTube I channel. I just let that die. I was like, I'm not... This is Austin Smith, a.k.a. Jack's Builds, or whatever it's called. Yep. No, I, uh, I ran that. The big problem was I was trying to record it off a webcam, which is a fucking terrible idea. You should have known right then. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Uh, second off, it, it just wasn't... No one likes Legos. No, there is a... So the thing was, I still make decent ad revenue off the videos I have on there. <laughs> do you? Enough to pay for a WoW account a month. And I nice. just don't do anything. Nice. Twitch streaming, on the other hand, is far more fun. And I actually legitimately enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, I can call you an asshole straight to your face. I know, isn't it great? So that's great. the thing, is like all the hatred for me, I can turn into money. Everybody, I, I, I didn't know this, but... It's a million dollar idea for Austin. Street. I know, right? Everybody <laughs> hates Austin for some reason, so they tune in I to make me. a fantastic heel because all the other streamers are British, so I just fucking kick down the door. I'm a fucking American who's loud and obnoxious and thinks I'm better than everyone. And fucking they throw money at me to get me to shut up. That's it's actually, great. that's actually when I, when I, like, those are the things I used to describe Austin Smith in daily conversation, <laughs> actually. I'm an American, I'm loud. <laughs> he's American, he's loud. He thinks he's better than you. <laughs> so basically what this is, we're going to talk about uh, where it all went wrong. Where it all... 
Well, probably probably the first day I was born. Uh, well, there's my mother dro- like the doc. Have you ever seen? Slipped. Have you ever seen the movie The Omen? No. Well, that's your movie. Okay. It's where the devil's child is born out of this lady, and this lady takes. Yeah. Fun her. fact: in the original script, the child's name was Austin Smith. Yeah. <laughs> and they changed it. You can look it up. It's on uh, VH1. I imagine it was more like a Falcons. Music. I thought it was like a Falcons receiver situation where like baby oh Austin boy. slips out of the doctor's oh hands boy. and hits the floor. Ouch! Sorry, sorry, Falcons fans out we there. We don't. There's no Falcons fans. Too soon. <laughs> I was about to say it's been hot. Maybe. I, I was more so upset about the Patriots winning rather than yeah, the Falcons. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I was just upset in general. <laughs> I was like, this shit is rigged. <laughs> These guys are assholes. Let's talk about Heroclix, though. Yeah, about that. Is that what this podcast is about? I forgot. I, I don't know. I don't do this. Is that anymore. game still alive? Not. Okay. <laughs> let's talk. Let's, Here we go. Let's so, shoot. Real quick, let's catch up because Austin and I don't play clicks anymore. I, um, I wish I'd... Ha- Alright, so... Austin, do you even own any clicks anymore? No. Okay, I sold a good, probably, 70% Do you guys want to buy a hero, hero I take that collection? back. I bought my car and there's a Hulk click in it, so I do own one. <laughs> it used to be on his dashboard, so... Oh, man. But I haven't times. played since pretty close to when we stopped doing the podcast. So I do still have some figures, and I had I have planned on like oh I, I was totally in all in all earnesty I totally when I quit I was like I'm gonna maybe play like once a month or so, and I just never did I just didn't have the I haven't had the willpower yet but I will at some point I'm I not follow, ruling it out I follow the spoilers every now and then when they pop up and like stuff like that but like I really don't let me be honest with you oh no here we go I knew it you're gay. I suck a few dicks here now and then. You build a million bridges, but you suck one mm. dick, and you're a cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, so uh, let's. I want. I want to explain why I'm quitting the podcast. Uh, quitting is it, such a. Is hard it because you don't want to have to read the new rule book? Oh uh, yes, it actually one hundred percent is that I don't want to read the new rule book. But it's it's a lot of things. I at Gen Con, I only went two days this year because I had to work. But uh, me and my uh, my co-host, co-host uh, <laughs> Chris Britton, who is about to become the host with the mostest, um, we went and played a battle royal, and I just had no fun, like zero. I had little. I had nothing. Drew, I'm gonna give you a spoiler alert. Okay. Not even a twitch down there? Just no, nothing up. was twitching. Man. It's not like it used to be, you know, when we oh, used to... Oh, whiskey like, dick. I was going to say, not even a whiskey dick syndrome? Like, just nothing <laughs> at all. No Tony Stark. We got memes on this podcast. No Tony Stark action at all. Where's the dick bats at? We just got to keep rolling in this shit. We got to cram in as many old references as we can for nostalgia. God, they're going to be they're gonna be like, oh, this is my podcast so right this, here. This is the thing. WizKids likes to jerk off that nostalgia, and that's exactly what we're going to do. But, uh, yeah, dude, the game, I just, like, I went there, I got my ass handed to me, I, I, like, it's like riding a bike, you never forget how to play hero clicks, except when they change all the rules. So and then, then someone runs up and shoves you off of your bike all the yeah, time. Yeah, you're like, I'm riding this bike! And then they're like, fuck you, Drew, look at me, Dad, I'm going for 
But uh, I had no fun with it. So uh, And then I went back and made the mistake of playing again with my good friend Sam Lazan. Because uh, you never learn. I never learn. And I was like, alright, I'm going to give this an honest shot again for the second time. Because I had no fun yesterday. And I pulled, because I pulled Spider-Ma'am. Ma'am? Yeah, Spider-Ma'am. She's out of the, oh. She she's a terrible figure. Okay. I don't uh, know who the character is. I just didn't know they clicked her. Yep. And, uh, what if the worst set ever made? What if we actually made a good set? Yeah, that was the name of a podcast. Oh. Oh, was it? Yeah, that was the name <laughs> of one of our episodes. Great minds think alike. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's not a good set. Anyway, um. I pulled Spider-Man, and that wasn't fun, and then we did an Elseworlds Battle Royal, and I also did not have fun. Well, in your defense, well, I want to say something real, I was just thinking about real quick. Okay, go ahead. To, before we get too far, before some people might turn off, don't think that we're just going to, like, this whole cast. Yeah, we're not. We're it's not going to be us shitting on WizKids or anything like that. Like, we're going to do a lot of reminiscing, talk about our favorite stuff about Dude, Heroclix. Yeah. That's Dude. the main reason we're here. But anyway, have you listened to this podcast lately? It's I, like, I have. I've listened to the last three. It's all about shitting on. I've noticed. <laughs> anyway, uh, but I, that's what kind of what brought me to what I was going to say was in in uh, Heroclix's defense for what you said. I've glanced over all every set that's come out. Yeah. Elseworlds and What If look like crap, so that's probably why you had. Elseworlds is like the Drew Alderson and. Uh, what if is like better. the Austin Smith. Elseworlds did look a little better to me. I heard that they both are basically all like the Teen Titans set. So, uh, just filled it with. I'd say Teen Titans better than both of them. Wow. Yeah, I enjoyed Teen Titans more than I enjoyed those two sets. Speaking of such, Hunter, are you still finding robins around your new house? No. This house? No. I'm just checking. That set had team bases. Should I be looking for robins? Did you hide more robins in here? I will murder you. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. God damn it. I'm going to take a shower set. one day. You can't move your body wash. No, 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 no. But, uh, no, I just Why wanted to give you guys... That's an acrobatic boy in your shower, <laughs> I wanted to give you guys a quick reason. There's also a Robin Hero clicks right here in here, too. God <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny leaving the fucking dugout every Saturday... And then looking in the back of your truck and be like, Hunter, there's a robin back here. (laughs) I hid 27 of those motherfuckers in his apartment. And then I remember when you were moving out, you're like, I found one. Oh, I found a bunch. I found a whole lot. I was hiding them under statues. I I kept throwing them in my truck bed. And then by the time I was done, I looked at my truck bed and there was like a couple dozen of those fuckers. And I was like, what is going on? But uh, I just wanted to give you guys the reason why I quit. It's that it's like um, I just don't I don't want to learn the new rules. Like this is a good quitting time. I think um, I don't I don't play the game anymore. I'll give you give you a hint. I don't I mean, play. It, it's like I said when I quit. Like I stopped enjoying HeroClix a while back. It, I used it as a medium to hang out with friends and have fun. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's nothing against the game. Like I get there are people who really enjoy the game. There's definitely a market for the game. It's not me. And you know, I'm I'm pretty confident that we also brought up this point when we when Austin and I did our like farewell episode. Like God, he dragged we, us back. We lost our will and want a desire to like 
play clicks and be in clicks well before we stopped recording the cast, but we kept going because we do genuinely did genuinely yeah. enjoy doing the cast. Like the cast was the funnest part about clicks for me personally. I miss this. Um so if that tells you anything, like we don't don't think that towards the end we were just doing it just to be doing it. Like yeah. we we enjoyed the cast and that's actually oh, what yeah, kept I love us going, honestly. I, I think I'm just too lazy with it. I think that I just wanted to be like Hopefully Chris will do a good It's job. a time sink. That's why I, that was the main just, reason I stopped. It I, just it's a time sink. It's a money sink. It's just no. uh, as I've become an adult in a whole week, being that now I have a car and an apartment and all this crap. Oh my god! I've got to listen to him talk about this now. So no, I was just gonna like say uh, I'm beginning to learn more and more how important those hours are when you have an obligation every week. I'm rolling my eyes. You can't. Yeah, you just wait till you get married and. Off, Kids what? and all that good stuff. You mean when I adopt a Pomeranian dog with my... <laughs> with your significant other? With my heterosexual life partner, Phil. So if you want to... If you want to uh, if you want to troll Austin's tri- Twitch chat, twitch.tv slash shadowclaimer, um, feel free to go call me. Oh, yeah, you guys are more than welcome to swing by and say hi. Let me know where you guys came from. It's always nice to see the old Dial H buddies. But uh, I have been... I've been listening to the cast... Not religiously. I have not. Because you guys took a little break there. Like, I was listening... When when I first quit, I was listening to every episode. Yeah. Um, we took a break. And then I, I was a guest with you guys there at one point. We did that one here. Yeah, this was... Uh, I, I quit listening there for a little while because I think you guys took a break. And so I kind of forgot about it. Yeah. And I'm just now catching up the last two days. I've been trying to, like, go back and catch up. Chris does a really good job. I gotta say, Chris is good. Is is a natural... I think the cast is in good hands. In in good hands with is him. Is he the the apprentice here? Is he gonna? And uh, I thought I think Calder does a good job too. I think Calder's great. But I think I think the the cast is gonna be in good hands. In all seriousness. I definitely agree. Um, that's why I'm handing it off. You know. Uh, but yeah, it's just uh, I don't know. I I feel like I'm not creative enough with it. I don't really. I I think the thing is I just don't care, and I don't think that's fair. So I'm just gonna, like, I want to put my. Uh, if you don't have passion in something, it's hard to make it what you want it to. I just want to put my time into something else, you know. What Drew's trying to say is, it's me, not you. It's me, not you. <laughs> I love you. Uh, quite honestly, I, there still wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't, you know, love you. Hell, honestly. I still follow half the fans on Twitter. <laughs> Like, uh, all we do is make fun of Austin, and just, like, every every episode when we end and talk about the Twitter, we make fun of Austin. What? Yeah, because you fucked up the Twitter name. Oh, yeah, I did. It's no, fr- because the other one was taken. Because you took it. I'm not buying that for a hot second. Uh, no, it, it either <laughs> wouldn't fit or it wasn't taken. It was taken. No. Anyways. Uh-huh. All right, Austin Smith. All right. Anyway. Let's talk about HeroClix memories, because we've had a lot of good ones. Yeah, we had, some, we? we had some categories. I jotted down some talking points. Let's do something more. Let's not start with favorite figs. Let's do something more interesting. <laughs> Let's do... Oh, I know what I wanted to talk about, what I thought was cool. Favorite, like, era of, of the game of clicks. Oh. What I mean by that is, like... You know how you have these periods of clicks where, like, maybe... Think about, like, at that point, like, the last three sets. You know what I mean? Because I feel like the game, the meta game, but also even the weekly games, it sort of shifts a little bit. Yeah. 
every every few sets. So I was thinking, I was like, what was the the most fun I had? And for me, I think it was we had been playing home games at my house in my garage for yeah. a while. We did fun stuff, and then Austin and I and Ricky started playing at uh, at Comic Book University, <laughs> and shortly after we started playing there. Um, Batman or No Man's Land started. Yep. And Batman set came out. Streets of Gotham and Amazing Spider-Man. They all kind of hit like in a row. I felt like that was my mm. most fun when I look back. I felt like the game was in a really good place at that moment. It was. Both in meta and in uh, just kind of weekly because for one those were all really good sets. Even Streets of Gotham like not an amazing set, but it really fit in well with Batman. I thought Streets of Gotham was awesome. And I thought it was pretty cool. The team packs were actually cooler than I thought. I think it's as the Bat Belt progressed, though, that that quickly became a But see, shooter. that's what I was thinking about. <laughs> but here's what I was thinking about. like Infinity Gauntlet first came out, and was it was the thing, right? Everybody played the Infinity Gauntlet. But when I went back and looked at um, our YouTube channel and Edward's YouTube channel around that time... While Infinity Gauntlet was on pretty much every world's teams, they were all different. Yeah. It was like Infinity Gauntlet and these two. Infinity yeah. Gauntlet and this thing. Infin- like I think in the top eight, there was not a single shared fig aside from Scarlet Witch. Um, and then when Bout Belt came out, Infinity Gauntlet was still viable. People still played it. But Bat Belt was also big. And then, um, especially when Book of the Skulls came out. That moment right there was a good moment for clicks because you had three different resources that were all viable yep. and you had good sets that had all just came out and you had a real wide variety. I really liked that time period. That was For me, that was the most fun time period. I will say, though, Caped Crusader Bats began the era of Teleport Across the Map Alpha Strike. I would that say didn't that didn't last will... very long, though. I thought it lasted all the, the way through The problem was Rainer. Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider was the big problem. But I mean, we Rider shifted into Ghost Rider, Rider, and then we got to... And they printed Bad Light, too. Actually, so. honestly, it wasn't even necessarily Ghost Rider. It was when they put out the Heroes for Hire yes. ATA that it yeah. really got too out of hand. It was Gen Con 2013. Yeah. This meant the focus in general became cross the whole board and one-shot something as much as possible. And that lasted through Kyle Rayner. I don't know how it went after that, but... But still... When you look back through the game, at every point, there was stuff that was way too good. For me personally, I was more okay with the Alpha Strike heaviness compared to, to, yeah, <laughs> compared to a lot of the other stuff that we had to deal with at I the agree. time. Personally, that was my favorite like time period. And I also really enjoyed No Man's Lane and Fear Itself. Those were like my two favorite events, and they were back-to-back. So that's what I was going to say is my favorite era. Um... Actually, I have two favorite eras: the uh, the Fear itself era for one, because the op the op event was a lot of fun. Uh, it was, it was um, a lot of bullshit, but so a lot of fun. The Book of Skulls I found to be a lot more fun and strategic before Splitlet became the necessity to complete all those teams. When yeah. you don't have the free action, it was a lot more fun and sealed. There's a yeah, Definitely. there's a lot of thought involved with the Book of Skulls. Like when do you do your actions, what do you get, all that stuff like that. And I think during Fear itself was some of the time that I played some of the best clicks I've ever played. Because there was a lot of thought to every action. It's just we were going every Saturday. We were having a lot of fun. We were just like... It's also before everyone and their mother got in dumb. Yeah. So there was a Actually, lot of thought and weight to everything. It was the beginning There of was that. no thought in Fear Itself, by the way. What? I'm just saying, like, everybody had plus two attack and... One thing, a good thing, one good thing about the Book of Skulls, though, that I did like about it, 
It made a lot of pieces that beforehand weren't viable viable. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, it, that, it made uh, some of your shitty theme teams like you could actually play them and then play the Book of Skulls and they would stand up with some with a Caped Crusader built team or yeah. something like that. So the difference between then and now is that there were a lot more. There were a lot better pieces, like, overall. Like, the entire sets were better than they are now. Mm -hmm. um, like, there were better pieces, and you had resources, and you still have a resource. <laughs> like, you have one. Um, What's the current resource? Uh, the Justice League Teleporter. That's it. That's the only one legal right now. Really? They, they purposely retired all of them except for that. See, I knew that they were going to retire Which them all. Which makes no but... sense, because didn't it come out, like, literally one set after... Yep. The retirement? It literally thing. once a yeah. So I imagine with the new rules, that one's going to go out too. Yes. Eventually. Uh, it's just... Well, with the next cycle. I hated ID cards. My favorite... It's still a thing. My favorite was probably... I don't know, man. It's like... It's hard to choose. I've enjoyed all my time. Obviously it was Teen Titans. Obviously, his bunker was fucking hilarious. Yeah, I liked dude. I, I want a no man's land event with bunker. All right. Like, I want a battle royale with bunker. I pinned my team in the corner, and let everyone else kill each other. You remember we were there. <laughs> God, I hate you. <laughs> I probably have to say like my favorite was probably like when they finally printed the Flash, and when they finally like you know print all these sets we ever wanted and we were like this game's going places yeah Flash slash uh, Guardians of the Galaxy plus yeah there was that crazy Trinity War like kind of all hit the same time that was a fun era too uh, uh, around Gen Con 2014 when we went to Gen Con and they were doing Guardians of the Galaxy's Battles of Royals and I was upset because I was like I didn't think they were going to do that and I was like oh, Guardians was a good set it was a very good set yeah it was my favorite overall but we'll get in the sets later but yeah I just thought I was just I thought that was an interesting talking point for people oh, and would wow. be a good like community question too like when you know what era did you have the most fun um the other era that i really enjoyed was the uh i feel like around when invincible iron man landed pink powers had become to the had come to the forefront but that was the first too redundant that was, no, that was, was x-men X -Men right before invincible this was when it started becoming yeah. a thing and i feel like mm -hmm. that was an era where I don't necessarily remember how the meta was then, but I know in general the games we played at our I, local stores. Yeah, we're fucking awful. I hate what? you. What? Wrecking Crew? We're, fucking, uh, three Iron Man War Machine. Uh, that was the Iron Man 3 set. That was before. Oh, okay. That. First off, uh, that was a... That was an awesome don't fucking team. Judge me for that team. That was me going to Gen Con. <laughs> that team was fantastic. It was like seven star seven fifty point Tony Starks, two Iron Man Iron Patriots, and an Iron Man War Machine. Another reason I personally th I think I enjoyed that whole um, Fear itself Batman Amazing Spider Man era too was I felt like it was a good era point value distribution yeah. wise too because yeah. those sets and it's because of those universes like Batman and Spider Man they have kind of lower strength power level characters and therefore point level characters and you could build a team it was more how they are trying to get the game back to now yeah purposefully i feel like at some point it started getting out of hand and they they were like okay we got to rein this shit in back right. how it used to i be. i think part of the problem actually is almost when they get i think now they reined it in too much personally but yeah i feel like part of that's also when they got into uh almost the guardians era where there's all these big, huge characters where you're like, this character's so powerful, he should really be a 400 to 600 point character. 
but they're like, oh, we're just going to make him a 100, 150 double dial. Damn. And, like, it really kind of took away the idea that this is this all-powerful person we have here, but he's cheap and point cost, which seems odd. And I feel like it took away a lot of the weight that it puts behind a character. I don't know. They're just, uh... I had so much hope. I mean, it's... The Thor set looks amazing, don't get me wrong. To be fair, Heroclix has always been a roller coaster. Let's be honest. There are hills and there are dips. There, there are definitely dips and there are hills. And I'm sure there will be another hill. We we haven't, you know, despite what people probably think, we haven't bashed, you know, Heroclix nonstop or WizKids nonstop on this podcast ever. I mean, we we talk bad about them sometimes, but I think it's deserved um, in a way. I think it's also out of love. It's, I, I, there's there's never, also been a few times we went out of our way to point out something good they did on the flip side. Too. For sure, yeah. I think uh, I think that's the thing is like none of us want to see Hero Clicks fail. I think that's the big thing is, and it's the same thing where you have to understand the designers. The designers, a designer never wants to design a bad product. Right. It in their mind they're making something good. And so, like, you have Except to... Except Steve. Fuck that guy. Yeah, Steve. Oh, fuck Steve. I forgot Steve, about Steve. motherfucker. He's still running around there in his kids' headquarters. Oh, no. He moved over to working for Privateer Press now. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. Are you playing War Machine? No, but I follow it and I laugh. Yeah. Fucking so, bet he invented the Grimkin. They're pretty fucking dumb. I want to talk about a lack of army coherency. So, on, <laughs> going with sort of what you're talking about, what would you say are your favorite three sets and they don't have to be, like, in together, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. just like your personal favorites. To counteract... Don't even have to be the best. It can be a bad set, but you personally really liked it a lot. What if Elseworlds and uh, Avengers Defenders War? Uh, no. <laughs> Go ahead, Austin. Think. Go ahead. Um, Shoot for me. I actually liked Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I think there were oh, a lot of, of characters. Of course you did. That was a I, great set. I had a lot of figures a from lot that. Of, a lot of people shit on that set. Which really? is weird because... I, I thought it was excellent. I love generics, and it had so many awesome generics. Yeah. It had a lot of good takes on characters that we had gotten a lot before, but like the S.H.I.E.L.D. Hulk, the, the uh, Tony Stark director, all that stuff were really well done. Um, I feel like the power level was well done. Like, this was a fun sealed set the one time I played it. Um... Yeah, I really like that set overall. Um, and the chases weren't anything ridiculous. They were just the little vehicles. Yeah, and they were decent. But yeah. An- another good thing, too, was the, on the generics, they also made they the, made the character versions so that you could get, you know, And I, I like that a lot. Um, I think, honestly... I, I thought that was a good set. I don't know how anybody could shit on that set. Um, it's, it's like I said when it came out. If they built more sets like this in Guardians, that's all I'd want. What else you like besides? Uh, I think you got. God, this one's one that tears my heart in half because I loved it, but I hated it. Um, Invincible Iron Man. Um, I, I knew you were gonna say. Yeah. It was. It was on the list. It was a go in. There's. There's a lot of thing. There's a few characters in that set I really fucking loved, um, but the problem I had with it was a lack of a cohesive theme, which I feel like Wiz Kids can also hit and miss from time to time. Um, I feel like the fact they just threw Alpha Flight in there. They threw. Uh, Wrecking, Wrecking Crew, as much as I like them, didn't really fit with an Invincible yeah. Iron Man so like, either. And I never felt like they really did the Iron Man villains justice in this set. Like, all of them were really forgettable clicks. They were in here, and then gone. Um, I did like the resource they did. That was pretty cool. Uh, the power plant or yeah. whatever. Yeah, I like um, and I love the versions of Iron Man we got in this set. The chases were cool. The Elseworlds ones. Or the alternate versions or whatever. But, uh, eh. I liked it. Um, and my last one's an old one. 
Um, Marvel Fifty Two. The yeah, I almost put the 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 tenth anniversary or tenth anniversary. That's in it. one of my slots too because um, we played them a lot. Uh, we did play them a lot. Those um, are our classics. Yeah. I feel like the way this set was was it was a really cheap entry point to get your favorite characters for sure. And that's that's one thing that I appreciate now looking back was yeah they cram Hulk, Iron Man, and Cap in every single Marvel set they can now, but back then. It wasn't the case. Like you had to wait for a Thor set to get a good Thor. Who's zero eleven right there? Who's that? I can't. It's just whited out. I can't tell who that is. Is that? That's a. That's a, Hulk. Hulk. Hulk, but he's coated in like brown bricks, and he has a four on his costume for some reason. <laughs> he's, he's the Universe Four Hulk, obviously. Universe Four Hulk is a pretty cool figure. I like that. I like that Hulk. Um, there were also some really good power figures from this set, like big tent pole pieces that were really great like a world breaker dark of phoenix dark phoenix that was a fun fig um, great fig m10 iron man also started uh the anti-resource the anti-resource yeah. figures which i mean like this is when i think of like iconic sets that really defined an era of hero clicks this is one of them for being such a small set this is the last fantastic four figure that oh, was and the scroll chases was yeah, that the they were? yeah the scroll were chases yeah. were great John, what do you like buddy I like a lot of things. Men, uh, women. So, uh, it's... I'm gonna, <laughs> what's your game? Anyway, uh, it's a tie. My first Six, one's a tie please. because they both accomplish the same thing and they're both great. And that's Amazing Spider-Man and Superior Foes of Spider-Man. See, yeah. and that was... Those um, two definitely make my top ten. Uh, both of these sets are awesome. Uh, like, Superior Foes is especially disappointing and the fact that uh, it's amazing, and they haven't printed a, like something on that level, I don't think since. It was a shining hope in a world of poop. It was a shining hope, like everything in it was pretty much fucking perfect, and it just let me down. <coughs> amazing Spider-Man was another set that kind of defined an era too, like yeah, that's what sure. I was saying. I, that for me, that era was like Amazing Spider-Man really put a nice cap on the end of a fun little. Every era. figure in the set era. is just. Cool. They were all solid. Yeah. Like your heart. So like sealed for Amazing Spider-Man was a blast. We played the shit out of it. It gave yeah. us a lot of really big, what like pieces that became really big, um, meta slash just overall really good figures too. Like O five Doctor Strange. You obviously you had Brother Voodoo. It was the first Marvel became Primes. A big thing. Since you, the Return uh, of Primes. Uh, Crate uh, Alyosha became a staple for Animal Team until he retired out again. Um, and the chases weren't necessarily ones you absolutely needed. Ghost Rider. Right. Ghost <laughs> Rider was Ghost the, Rider. The, is the biggest one, too. Man-Thing and Howard the Duck. Obviously. Yeah. Did we ever get a Howard the Duck figure? Yeah, they yes. finally just did one, didn't they? Yeah. What else do you like? I owe you money. So, Amazing Spider-Man and Superior Foes. Yeah, Superior Foes. They're, like, tied. They're, like, uh... This set, like... Just, like... After Uncanny X-Men... Which was a pretty good set in its own, and and they started printing TMNT two and TMNT three and TMNT five and TMNT. But How many are they actually up to now? Three. Three. There's only three. I'm just teasing. Um, Let's see. But yeah, every My issue was they kept reprinting the same freaking people. Oh, I know. I can. Imagine. There's just like all the super rare slots in this set are awesome. Um, Frogman. Like Frogman's in the set. I love Frogman. 
and he's awesome. Devil Dinosaur is in this set. Yeah, he's good too. And he's like my like one of my. We'll get into favorite figures here in a bit. But Devil Dinosaur. It's got is. Doc Ock, which we hadn't had since Web of Spider Man. A lot of awesome super rares in this set. I remember, Ares. I remember buying a lot of super rares. Oh yeah, Ares was in that. Superior Spider Man. It's just. I really did like that set. It's a great set. Um, I think that's the last set I played extensively. Yeah, I was, that's what I was going to say. That was when, right before me and Austin quit, that was the last... Yeah, we quit before Joker's yeah, Wild. Yeah, we quit before Joker's so Wild. You, you chose the set. perfect time to quit. Was Joker's Wild really that bad? Yes. yes. It's not a good set. There's like maybe three things out of it that I like. <laughs> and then what would be your third? Joker's Wild. Uh, Flash. Flash is up there. Um, didn't he remember obviously it's Dota 2 everybody <laughs> dude I love the Dota 2 set uh, so I've got three three. that one's a tie honey oh, okay so you're sneaking two is Ma- Mage Knight Resurrection oh fuck oh, how did I forget those even existed um, because Mage Knight Resurrection is the best set and you can't even lie I'm best sculpts if you try to argue with me that there's better sculpts than Mage Knight Resolution I will fight you I'm yeah. kind of sad that it didn't sell well enough to get a follow up at least like, just, it's so cool. Skeleton Skull Walkers played them so many times. Yes. Zombie the Shamblers and I was on the return into that Skeletal Skull Walkers oh. bonus. Speaking of which, he gonna... almost made my top figures list, Skeleton Skull Walker did, in all seriousness. Uh, I'm sad that, uh, I'm sad that I'm quitting before the Undead set comes out, because that looks really cool. Undead set? Yeah, they're, yeah. they're doing, uh... Generic, uh, zombies. Honestly, though, from what I was flipping through them, I'm a little disappointed. Overall, it's okay, but I'm a little disappointed. Yeah, well, welcome to Woods Kids. They're kind of boring. Well, the zombies are boring, yeah, and the... I do kind of like the Frankenstein, Dr. Frankenstein synergy. Yeah, though. it's pretty cool. And the skeleton and the skeleton champion seem like they'll be good figures for their points. I don't like them putting zombie Abe Lincoln as a common, because you know you're going to get yeah. a bajillion of him. And, I know. And you're not going to get... You're gonna get like one skeleton generic, Charles and you're gonna get like three Abe Lincolns. I know. He's a hundred and fifty points. Why would you? He has a short dial too. Yeah, but still. He has a really short dial. He's only got. Points. He's only got ten clicks. It's no big deal. No, I mean a, a smaller option too. He yeah. has the forty point. Yeah, option. he he kind of he falls off like a zombie, you know. I feel like those would make good chases for that set. You just do like a series of all the zombie presidents. But anyway. Yeah, um, but my last one is The Flash, um, the greatest set ever printed. Because of Tar Pit. Because of Tar Pit. <laughs> the top? The top. Tar Pit's on top, baby. Rainbow Raider. Rainbow, like, Rainbow <laughs> Raider. Roy G. Viv. <laughs> if you don't G. agree Roy that G. Rainbow G. Raider is, like, the best, <laughs> like, you are, you are sadly mistaken. We had so many Rainbow Raider jokes. Yep. God. The wall. Harley Quinn. Also, I'm, all the flashes managed to be like a little bit unique and kind of cool. Yeah, worth that was kind of a shocker. Somehow. Yeah. Do they cram Harley Quinn in every DC set they can now? She's, She's hitting getting her, her own, own set. set. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I quit. With that. <laughs> yeah, I hate my life too. <laughs> They've made me hate Harley Quinn as if DC hasn't done a good enough job my, of that recently. So are they doing the same thing with Squirrel Girl? No. I'm Not as bad, but you know. They're, it's up there, you know. Intriguing. Was in this set? Oh, yeah. I love that figure. It's a great figure. Uh, he almost made my list. Was that the set that had... Uh, yeah, it was the one who did the Shazam family. Wasn't it? Yeah, it's Shazam and you had a Captain uh, Thunder and a Shazam, didn't you? Yeah. I think no, that was Trinity War. Trinity War, yeah, sorry. 
Trinity Wars is a pretty good set too. Like there's a yeah, lot of good sets. They were pumping out really good sets here. Like Broad and the Ape Generics. I played them a lot. Just League Trinity War, Avengers Assemble. These are all pretty good sets. Yeah. This was a pretty good time of Hero Clicks, too. Yeah, that's what I was... We were just talking about that earlier. Remember, you had Guardians, Flash, and Trinity War all came out in a row. That was a good little Trinity era. War... And the, War of Light before that, which was a fun set. That Trinity War Fast Forces, by the way, is fucking super fun. Like, that's probably the best Fast Forces I've ever played. Mine was... My overall favorite, even though it's not the best set in the world, was Dark Knight Rises. That's a great set. Because my favorite piece ever is Lieutenant Gordon... Yeah. And I played that Gordon with the Marquee Batman. Uh, I think he's number 100. Yeah. I played them together so many times when we first started playing Clicks. Like, that was my jam. Um, I also played a lot of the little generic guys out here. The Riot Officers. I had my two headless Riot Officers I'd play against Austin all the time. Isn't and, uh, uh, the only made me want to kill myself. Isn't the Scarecrow on the set pretty good? Yeah, that's the one that gets the free smoke cloud poison mind control thingy. Yeah. All together. Um, it had the really cool Jokers. It had, two, it had Joker Sergeant, who was a good little cheap point Joker that you didn't have back in that time. And you had the really high point Joker that cost a lot to play, but he was really good and really cool. I, I personally just really like that set a lot. Yeah, it's a great set. Uh, I like it a lot. Then uh, Amazing Spider-Man, as Drew already touched on, and then Guardians of the Galaxy for me. Not the movie set, obviously. The main... Just because I'm a big Guardian fan, and this clicks to a lot of characters and generics that had never been done. I was gonna before. say it did the same thing as Agents of Shield. It had a lot of really good generics, then major versions of those generics. There are a lot of th- of like little sub themes touched on that either had never been clicks or hadn't been clicks in forever. Like the Inhumans, you got the Dire Wraith, uh, regular saying the Queen. You it, it they did Chitari theme, a Kree theme. But it was also Jason uh, of Sparta. Spartax. I feel like it was a cohesive theme. set. Even yeah, it all that. went together. So Absolutely. that's the thing. Like, I feel Gore like the sets... fucking God Butcher, and obviously the Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, Gore the, the God Butcher. Sets. I can't. I, so I had so many really fun, like um, uh, Captain. Uh, why am I breaking? I felt like that one was for us. No. Um... Wow. Why am I brain farting? Britain. <laughs> Yondu Mantis Major Victory. Yondu, Mantis, Major Victory, they were all fun to play. Hunter, did you just get Captains and Majors mixed up? Yes. Because uh, he, he has Cap Shield. Captain That's Victory. Captain Major Victory. Maximus was really cool and the little Alpha Primitive guys. I just really like this. And we had a lot of fun with it, at, as Drew said, at uh, where's, Gen Con. Where's my Dexter's lab set? So I can get Major, Major Victory or whatever. Yes. Oh, and this gave us... And, uh, and this gave us Corvus Glaive and Proxima Midnight and all of the oh, we'll get to that when we get to my favorite figures so I really like this set too great set we all kind of seem like we share some of the the same ones which is good I think uh, yeah this was a good era in general I think short of as much as I dislike the lanterns um, this era of clicks I think was one of the better ones if not honestly I think the lanterns are much better than what they got today. I don't mind. I didn't mind the lanterns that much. You had, or that said that much. I mean, like when during the time I was upset about it, obviously, but there was so much to remember, and you had to keep track of it, and it required you know thought. You had to keep yeah. track. There was so much stuff you could miss. Now, I mean, compared to ID cards, I feel like when the IDs it. came out, they were just so good. Yeah. Compared to the other stuff that they just kind of. I just didn't, I never liked the ID cards. From the get go, I always thought they were too much. They were too flexible. Yeah. 
which is crazy to say for a resource. Cause it's crazy to say that you could ever not like something because it's too flexible. Flexible, but this is gigantic money pit. Like, uh, it cost us five cents to manufacture this. Uh, but you can spend twelve dollars trying to win one. Come on, come on. Um. So let's go ahead and do favorite figures since we already kind of brushed up against it a little bit, Giggity. Brushing up against it. Austin. Uh, like four or five. Corvus Glaive. Oh, yeah. We got to go with Corvus Glaive. Um, that figure, he had such staying power on the board. Um, he was one of my favorite characters in the comics because I love the Obsidian Order. He was fun I, to play. I didn't think we were ever going to get Obsidian Order in clicks. We had talked about that. We're like, oh, they were a one-shot thing for a little while there. Black but, Order. Or Black Order, that was it. Cole Obsidian. Is Cole Obsidian, sorry. Um, we never thought we were going to get him. And so, like, I was super excited we got him. He had his own theme song on the podcast. Yep. I mean, cool it was a good time. Was, cool was fucking glad. Who else? Um, the rest of my team's going to be very Tony Stark themed. I was going to say. I'm probably going to uh, have to go over to Iron Man 3 and Invincible <laughs> uh, Iron Man. 001 Iron Man for my Invincible Iron Man yeah, he's is a go to. Um, overall, just such a solid figure. Um, he's and good. both dials. Yeah, that's both the thing. Are good. Both his point values are great. Um, he fills quite a few different niches depending on what you're going for with him and trying to accomplish. Um, he ignores a lot of important things that you need to be able to ignore on a range team or else your range team's going to get fucked. Um, he, was one of the, he was one of the first really good precision strikes yes, he was. that ever came out. Um, Iron Man, Iron Patriot from Iron Man 3. Yeah, I knew that. I feel a little cancerous saying this one, but it was just too fucking good not to. Um, It's definitely the epitome of we're putting power at chase rarity. Um, That one figure was a team. Like, and if you were able to put a resource on him as well, it was absolutely... Four fucking bolts. Get out of here. (laughs) Remember it got, like, four attacks. Yeah. That was back when Energy Explosion was also based on bolts. Right. So you could freaking do four damage splash, which was unheard and of. And you could time. split and merge and to heal them back up with little tricks like that before they fixed that. Um, in the same vein, Invincible Iron Man, Iron Man Iron or Iron Man War Machine was another good one. Um, I think it was in the super rare style, yeah, it was wasn't it? Super rare. Yeah, um, that was another good figure. Um, this one was much more reined in. Um, it was powerful, but it required a lot of. Uh, it required you to equip it properly, and I really liked the uh, the full power reactor ability where they can push an extra turn. It was basically like a mini Colossal Stam kind of thing. Um, oh my gosh, there's so many figures, it's so hard to pick. I'm trying to think who else you played a lot. Yeah, oh, I'm also trying to branch out of my Iron Mans. All the Checkmate figures. God, all <laughs> the Checkmate. played che- like once each. I love Checkmate. Um, <laughs> when I think of Austin Smith, I think of Checkmate. Some, uh, he has some, some random absurd obsession with those figures. I played, because they were fun to play. Oh, God, you know who I forgot? Polar Boy. Fuck Polar Boy. He's so bad, but he was so good for me. Um, let's alternate a little bit so I can look while you guys are also doing this. Alright. Because I'm going to need a moment to think I can't remember. This. Let me check my list. I had Corvus on there, and I almost... Bo- I did... Okay, I put him back on. I booted him at one point for somebody, and then I ended up putting him back in. I think I booted him for uh, Frank. And then I was like, oh, I just, I like Corvus very slightly better. So anyways, Corvus was my number five. Uh, my number four was Warstar. Was, I knew that was coming was in here. really somewhere. fun to play. He was really versatile. You could, there's a lot, he was a very, 
he was a he was a mixture of a thinking man's piece and an alpha strike piece. Like he could do it all. Yeah. Um, he could have it all. Every man wanted to be him, and every woman wanted to be with him. <laughs> He's only limited by his keywords. That was his only issue. Um, number three was Mole Man, who I played a lot when we during that fun era where we played at uh, CBU back when everybody went there and the events were fun and stuff. Um, really good with monster themes, which I played a lot, obviously. Um, my second one is. Oh my God! Uh, Lieutenant one? Gordon. Which I talked about earlier, because Gotham City and police teams are my favorite ones, and Lieutenant Gordon's one of my favorite comic book characters, period. And that Lieutenant Gordon from Dark Knight Rises was just so good and so versatile. And he was like the the linchpin of so many of my teams at that time. And then my last one is Beast Boy, for sure. Um, what was the dude in Galactic Guardians that can only take one damage? I can't remember his name for the life of me. Galactic Guardians or Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh, Galactic we're Guardians. talking about blo- uh, Blockbuster. No. Or, uh, not Blockbuster. Uh, we Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah, you Fucking played Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, Hollywood definitely needs to be on your list for sure. And then uh, the Hooker from Web of Spider. Was it Web of Spider Man or was it a. Uh... No, it was even before Web of Spider Man. I thought Spider-Man, it was far back it? there. It's. God, what was she called? What was she called? We called her the hooker so much, I thought she that was She was like the really cheap perplex. <laughs> oh my god. She was like a 15 point perplex. Um, it's not Streetwalker, but it's something like it's that. Something <laughs> like, it's something like... I like how you want to say it's Streetwalker. Hold on, let's just look for perplex under 20 points, and it'll come up. What was that damn figure called? <laughs> Con artist. Con artist it was, yeah. I'm pretty sure. What, so that was hyper time, wasn't it? It was something far fucking back there. Was she listening? Conard's explosion. Yeah, con artist. Yeah, you had to push her to get her onto perplex. No, there was. I thought there was one that had perplex top dial, wasn't there? No, you always had to push them. Or maybe was but the eleven version. Wasn't there an Ellie version they did later? I mean, they might have. It's like Sarah St. John, I think was her name. Let's see if I'm making that up. Yeah, there she is, Sarah St. John. She hit, she was nineteen, 19 and had a perplex on top yeah. click. Yeah, five bucks each. That's a cheap hooker. That's totally a hooker piece, let's be honest here. Yeah, those are some good lists. We got some variability in our lists. We um, only shared yeah. Corvus. Drewster, you got any silver? I'm ready for this one. This is going to be a thrill ride. There's one I'm wondering if is going to make it. There's one you're wondering is going to make it. I think he I think he might, and I don't, I'm going to wait. Is it DMX? Is that DMX, baby? God. Ow, ow. Who was he just barked at me like a dog. It was John Stewart. Oh, oh Blue Raider John yeah. Stewart. Oh, Every I time he was gonna give it to you. Indigo, let's go give it to you. Dun 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 dun. Every time that song comes on, it's John Stewart freaking comes to mind. Every oh time. my god, I forgot about that. Oh my god. god. Yeah, that's number six. <laughs> my number one. Oh man, I'm dead. Number five is Superman. Um, Swamp Thing. Uh, oh yeah, the Swamp Thing version. Yeah. Um, I thought you meant they made a duo figure. I was like, that's a weird duo. I I play that definitely. He was on my monster teams with Mole Man a lot. One of my best teams was him and Mole Man and Vampires. He's a really good figure. That was underestimated, I think. Yeah, for sure. He's awesome. I'm like, he he is great. Uh, number four is uh, Devil Dinosaur from Superior Foes of Spider Man. Another good choice. Because he's just so fun to play. Um, just. Just, just blast. 
Number three is Captain Boomerang from Superior Foes of Spider-Man. <laughs> or Boomerang. Boomerang. Boomerang, sorry. This figure's amazing, by the way. Um, Only played him once, but he was really good. He's I felt like he was good. Fucking spectacular, dude, I'm telling you. Like, he just, uh... He gets in and he, uh... He takes you out. Number two is Flash Captain Cold. Um, that was a fun figure. That was a fun figure I never ended up playing, and I really wanted to. He's awesome. Like Everybody knows, you know, rogues are the best, but... Uh, And my number one is a tie. You keep doing this. But, okay, I, you still haven't said my figure that I think you're going to say, so. What's your tie? Uh, GSX Sabertooth slash... Uh, okay, I knew he was going to be number one. Slash uh, UXM uh, Sabertooth and Wild Child. You did not say the one I thought you were What was I going to say? Faust. Oh my gosh! That's okay, none of us mentioned Shaggy. Number one, Faust! <laughs> we always talked about Shaggy Man, but we never played him. So I don't think a really, single one of us ever played him. <laughs> we can't really listen. I had like 50 of him. I need like a top 10, quite honestly. Um, I've just made I thought about it. God, it would take us so long, though. We could maybe do like our own thing like that on our Facebook page or something. Like Faust, that. man. Mine would be Tony Stark 10 times. I forgot about Faust. And Gambit, God. Well, here's a fun question for you guys. What character do you think has had consistently powerful versions across all ver- across all the sets? Like they're show? good for their points. Every time they show up, they're always good. Hawkeye. John Constantine. Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Hawkeye's the answer. Uh, Bullseye. Bullseye too, in the in a very similar vein. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about that when I saw that earlier. I was just like, for me, it's always yeah, gonna be Hawkeye. Hawkeye. I I don't think there's been a bad Hawkeye. That I can think of. If there has. It's been one out of twenty. Yeah. And then fifteen out of twenty is ridiculous. I just wish I had a Lex Luthor in like I mean, a, the Superman's a tech suit or something. Fuck you, Drew. And I wish he was right. Bat- Batman's are always good too. Yeah. For the most part, they're never. They're not always broken, but no. they're never. You guys haven't played in a while, have you? Batman sucks. That's true. Maybe maybe we're talking pre Joker's Wild and. All this nonsense going on right now. Uh, Joker's Wild gave me some JSA figures, so I can't so, be so mad. What was bad about Joker's Wild? Everything was super low points. Number one, which I don't care for, but I get I get that it's I can I can respect it. It's a design. They wanted people to play armies of their favorite. It's a design figures. choice. Because UXM I, did it too. I was glad. Yeah, but UXM did it right. Because they never went below 50, really, except yeah. for like little generic guys. Yeah. And they were interesting enough 50-point pieces. They had unique stuff. Even like the commons. The Colossus out of that had unique awesome. stuff. When you look at Joker's Wild, everything's so fucking plain Jane. It just bored me to tears when I was looking over the, the list of stuff. They like returned back to nobody having... It's like when nobody's special, everybody's special. Although so Cobra not. Fanatic is definitely one of the best <laughs> figures ever. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember because they started spoiling it because they did the Court of Owls stuff and I was actually disappointed in it. But I don't know. I just found everything to be boring. Uh, most Green Arrow is another one in the same vein as Hawkeye where when they print him he's typically pretty good. He's typically good, but not... Uh, not the only thing good. that's good about this says the JSA figures. I thought it was pretty cool that they... Uh, it was cool they did them, but they were also cheap and boring. Yeah, yeah but that's fine because the JSA is like a really big group. Um, Doctor Fate again. 
Yeah, they did. They did Rangers, Rangers yeah. as well. And he sucks. But <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Even the people who are, should be like crazy, ridiculous, powerful are forty point versions. I don't know. It just to me, it's boring. It's, it's I get. I again, I can respect that you're going. Also, that Spectre has the best sculpt ever. I don't know if you've seen it. You picked a certain. Um, Not that Spectre. What the fuck? <laughs> I was about to say, Drew. You know, they picked a, a design and they went with it. Is his name maybe Jim Corrigan or something like that? No, I thought maybe it was him at the grave. I thought it was this set. He's basically at a gravestone, and it says, "Here lies Jim." Yeah, that's it. But it says, "Here lies Jim Corrigan." I can get that they're going for it, just for my taste. I'm glad that we quit when we did, because I, again, as we said around the Batman Spider-Man era, where everything's like seventy to ninety-ish points. And then you have a few cheap. I felt like that personally for me. The biggest thing that sucks about it is battle royals and sealed because they're not fun. I bet they also take an eternity to play out. So they do. So that's the thing, and I think that was the overarching change the most as we played the game, as we watched WizKids try to find the balance between um, having the games end quickly and having the games go longer. And I think the reduction in a point cost was an attempt to counter the increase to attack we saw towards yeah. the end there. Where everyone got higher attack values, so there was a little less randomness in the game, but games were ending so quick. And I think when they did this change, starting with Joker's Wild and everything got crazy cheap, they did make the dials shorter. Mm-hmm. Everything's like four clicks for the yeah. most part. But And they they probably thought that that would keep the games from being too long. But I, I can't say enough. I can't honestly say enough. I haven't played it. Because I haven't played enough. Yeah. So I don't want to say anything. Just But at face value, thinking about it, it seems like it would take too it's long. It's technically our last podcast, so feel free to say what you want. Yeah, but I don't like to say opinions on stuff if I don't actually know what I'm talking about. And I don't know enough about what I'm talking about to say. But I just for me, the sweet spot... See, I think they had, they had a good sweet spot around that Batman's Amazing Spider-Man era. And they were... That's when Alpha Strike took off. But remember... Yeah. Alpha Strike took off because of a couple very small design choices. It, you know, Ghost Rider and Heroes for Hire ATA and the Bat Belt. Like, it wasn't the problem of the overall state of the game th- and the design, but I feel like they tried to overhaul the whole thing when really it was only a couple small pieces. A couple small Bizarre. bug fixes. They didn't need to make a whole new Windows 10 from 8. They could have just fixed a couple little like bugs, and it would have been fine. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> Windows 10 is fine. I use it. I, uh, I'm just saying, like they didn't need to do a whole new OS. They just need to fix the tiny little shit that was wrong. I think there was also the uh, the fact that in this era we had the resources that benefited from larger teams as well. It, so like the book of skulls, book of skulls. the lanterns, um, the, power guys, the power plant. The funny thing is, I think Phoenix. I've chosen the right time to quit because have you guys seen the new Thor set previews? I think it looks okay. Uh, it's fucking busted. The colossal, the colossals are the problem. When I say okay, I mean like interesting wise. Like I, would, oh, okay, I would play it. Um, I don't the mean colossals, like power I didn't see him. Uh, look at Moreland. Or uh, oh, well, I was just listening to the most recent podcast and that's uh, Surter and stuff down there at the bottom. Right? Um, not Surter, but the one that makes go down. Who's the guy that makes the what you call it? Mangog, sorry, Carnog, Carnage. Uh, he Car- looks Carnog. Carnage and Mangog <laughs> both look ridiculous. Are those the main ones you're talking yes, about? Yes, those are the two. Yeah, they look ridiculous. So they just... The, the Pym Particle Tank was this thing where... Why is this only 300 points? Because this game's stupid Oh, you, ha- you, don't, you have to read to really realize how incredibly broken he is. I would pay 300 for the dial. Oh, you that's not even what's that's broken. That's not what's broken. 
It's that he spits these fuckers out like candy all game. Why? These little symbiote guys <laughs> what a- are retarded. <laughs> 11 attack blades on something that he generates all the time. With plasticity, shape change, super senses. Where's the Red Lantern to save us when we need it? <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter. Remember they nerfed the crap out of poison and sidestep combo. Well, yeah, you can't do that I anymore. And outwit. I didn't know in that. In the combo You can't well. do that anymore. Uh, so this The fig- game done changed, Austin Smith. This figure's... I feel old. This figure's really dumb because his colossal... I'm like clouds. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, you can add 10... Like, you can play him like this, and he can just make, you know, symbiotes all he wants. Oh, yeah, I forgot that about that broken aspect, too, is the whole, you can play him super cheap. Yeah. I'm just going to go wrap an onion on my belt, because that was the style of the time. And then Mangog, <laughs> they nerfed this figure called the Pim Particle Tank, which you used to be able to pick up as an object, and then use as an object in, ta- as an object in an attack, I think. And it would, like, spread out and become a bigger vehicle. And it would deal three penetrating damage to each person it hit. And it, yeah, it's really dumb. They nerfed it. And then they printed Mangog, whose colossal retaliation is fucking. I always hated colossal it's, retaliation. It's basically the same thing, but better, isn't it? It's way better. It hits harder, and then everybody takes like two, or takes three. No. From a quake type thing? No. He, he attacks you within three squares. He attacks every character within three squares of line of fire. And if he hits them, he deals four damage to each character within three squares in line of fire. And then after he does that, he makes another attack with every character within two squares in line of fire and does three damage. They really want to push these colossal boosters. By the way, colossal retaliation triggers whenever someone gets hit. Also, he has a thing where if he's in your opponent's starting area, he can uh, can move up. Punch your opponent in the chin. Practically, he can move up a click, uh, a, a point, point value. Point value option. So, yeah. So from four hundred to seven hundred, or from uh, or from thirty to a hundred, or whatever it is. Thirty to one fifty. Yeah. And he's fucking stupid. So he goes over there, colossal retaliates, fucks your team up, then he turns into that. I hated Colossal Retaliation. That was one of the areas of the game I really didn't like was... It wasn't even that they were used. It was just the fact no, that... No, they were used. It's just... I never I never really played against a lot of them. I only played against a few people that did it. He's but like, fucking I, stupid. I feel like as a mechanic, it was silly. I know people want to play their Colossals when they buy them. But the idea that like... Oh, you just have them on the sideline and they hop in and punch once and disappear. Was like kind of silly. Yeah. And then there's weapons, and then there's just all this other shit. Yeah, See, so I that's really seen weapons. So they're going to this new. Correct me if I'm wrong, Drew. I only know what I've, from what I've listened to your podcast and what I've looked at on the unit section. So they're kind of shifting more out of the resource side yep. and into more like Relics. sort of specialized relic type of thing. They're called equipment now. Yeah, I remember. And they changed doing the rules, some equipment when we but left. they changed the rules to equipment even since we start. Uh, stopped playing a little bit too. Yeah. I remember. I don't know exactly the difference. I don't either. But I do remember them changing it and me reading um, it. Everything's cyclical. They're all like 10 points and they're all really dumb. The legendary ones. There's legendary ones and there's normal ones. So, like, uh, are those them at the bottom there? Yeah. Uh, the Enchanted Ball and Chain might be one that's really dumb. Yeah, this one's really dumb. Ah. Uh. So, 10 points, it counts as one of your heavy objects, I'm assuming, for yeah. your 3 effect. Quake, but this character's printed value. Damage value instead of 2. What kind of action is it to pick it up? 
Uh, I think it's a... I'm assuming it's an automatic success since there's no rolls. There's no rolls anymore. It's just you pick it up. So is it just a power extra or do you pick it up as you walk by it? Uh, you, uh... I think that's picking up as an object. I think you have to stop, but I'm not sure. Because, I mean, if you take a power extra to pick this up, yeah, that's really good, but at the same time... There's a... So the thing that... It's still it, really good when no one has resources. The thing that's, that's true. That, you here, know, let me show you the combo. It's like you have a bow and arrow when about. no one has any kind of ranged, you know, weapon. Let me show you the combo that everybody's talking about. This Superman right here, read his uh, movement ability. Uh, Superman can use charge and stealth. If he begins this turn occupying Henry terrain, don't have his move speed when he charges. What's his damage value topped off? Uh, five. His movement value goes So for 240 points, you can move him across the map and quake everyone on their team. For five damage. For five damage. And then knocks them back five squares. And he could be stealth if you place your object at the beginning. Of or just quake always. And you can put a colossal on him. So if they do hit him next turn, you can colossal retaliate with Mangog. I mean, I definitely agree with Dawson. The whole colossal retaliation scheme, uh, granted, it's been around even before these recent yeah. it's definitely just it started to sell, in Superman. Wonder it's been just pushing to colossal powers. Because otherwise, stores have always, like, historically had problems getting rid of their super boosters so they're like we're just gonna break the fuck out of these colossals so and people feel like they need them you know at that point you're choosing money over over your game and i think i don't know i, I didn't they also early retire a figure just recently faust they played an early retirement because they they tried to fix him and they Felix could, and he was still broken because they, they watched the jacket him. They watchlisted the him, they fixed it, or they, they watchlisted him, nerfed him, watchlisted him again, and were like, fuck it, we're just going to retire him early because we can't figure this shit out. It's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, that's, to be fair, I, I was very happy, that is one thing I will give WizKids major kudos from as we were quitting, was the watchlist was a major step forward. Oh yeah, the watchlist. And I think they saved the game. it for a year or so. Really? Yeah, it was. There was like a year and a half or something where they didn't use it all. See, it I was just, from the first time Faust got fixed to the time Faust got fixed recently. I had almost forgotten the watch list was a thing. Was gonna say because that's the last yeah, time we saw it, the watch. Was list. it needed though? Because they fixed Bizarro. Maybe the first time, yes. The second time, not as. No, much. no. I mean, did they? Were there any figures during that period where they truly needed to use it? Is what I'm getting at. No, no. You really. know what I mean. So that's probably yeah, that's why. probably a good. thing. Also, they that was around that time they did Joker's Wild and the big shift. Maybe they wanted to see how it all. And then they out. decided Jakeem Thunder was. I've heard. Of, good. I've heard of this guy, Jakeem Thunder. I want to see. This. I was super excited to see. G- okay, so there was Goblin King and there was Jakeem Thunder. Let me tell you a story of Jakeem. Oh, I know all about Goblin King. He just got nerfed, didn't he? Yeah, he got fucking nerfed, but he... Sangha of the Thunder. That's him, right? Uh, Jakeem Thunder. Uh, He's He's from... DC. Yeah. He's from Joker's Wild. There you go, the prime. That's Johnny. That's Jakeem. At the beginning of a turn, choose two standard powers, but only one of those powers may be a defense power. Hypersonic speed, L-wave, perplex, or pulse wave. You can use the chosen power to your next turn. A little good. In Uh, a world with no resources. Yeah. He picks willpower like and hypersonic. And I could have told you that was going to be the case. If hypersonic willpower is all you have to If they were like, we're going to get rid of resources, I'd be like, well, all the pickup powers are going to be literally So the broken. thing is, he also has an 18 defense with ESD. He has prob. He has an 11 attack. You wouldn't range. even have to pick willpower till his second turn. So the first turn, you could pick whatever you wanted, like Invincible. And then the second turn, you pick willpower, right? Yeah. So you only need it to stop the pushing damage on the second turn. If you care. I mean, if you don't wax the shit out of their team with the attack in the, the two oh, attacks yeah. in the first place and not yeah, yeah, care. Yeah. 
And rem- and you got to think you could also pick steel energy later and just yeah. be healing because this is a trait, not a power. You're gonna have it all. all Pika dialed. power has traditionally always been way too fucking good. Strong Goblin King, but in a world where they take everything Resources away, especially. it's even more. Dumb. So you would have liked Goblin King. Goblin King is well. First uh, off, I love Goblin King in the comics, so I was excited to see. Oh, okay, you know they printed a figure. I haven't seen his figure yet. He's though. really cool in the comics. Yeah. Uh, so basically. And this is with an attack after action resolve. Give that. Does, is he usually played at this one or uh, yeah, either one? Like I these. Think from what I've seen, people usually play. Uh, the Howard. By the way, Howard Brock is a uh, world champion. Oh really? Books. Yeah. What a fucking coincidence. <laughs> anyway. Probably <laughs> my internet's being dumb for some reason. I think it's HC Realms. Yeah, it might be. Because this problem used to happen to me all the time, even with my good internet. Oh man. I have good internet here. I still have the best wireless router. I'm back to Comcast, and I don't know what to do with my life. Poor, poor thing. <laughs> I um, locked him into a one-year contract, so he can't change my fucking price on me. But you don't get uh, that's, not, that's not going to stop them from changing your oh, price. Trust me, yeah. Watch your bill every I'm month. I'm going like to watch my hawk. bill every month. Like so trust me, and argue and like your the life hope, the hope on you it. and Phil don't use over their your data limit. We don't have a data limit. That's what you think. That's what you think. You think we're you joking. think you? I'm not joking with you. You have a data limit. You don't know about it. Fuck. Watch your bill. You can. You can. They charge you. They charge you ten dollars for every fifty megabits, or every fifty gigs you go over. Um, because there are no listed data limits on anything. They don't list them. Cause I stream. Yeah. They fuck you. <laughs> God, that would be so fucking pissed. Uh, so. When an opposing character misses Goblin King's attack after action resolve, give the character a nightmare token. Characters with a nightmare token modify their attack negative one. When a character with a nightmare token mis- makes an attack after action resolve, remove him from the character. Remove him from the character. Remove one. Yeah. Give Goblin King a free action and choose two standard powers. Can you use the chosen powers during your next turn. Oh. Yeah. Goblin King can't use the power of cosmic team ability. Start the game at seventy-five or one seventy. That wasn't there before. Yeah. So these two. Change. Whoa! So they added the fight. He used to have Power Cosmic at seventy five points and pick up powers. Um, Who and, thought this was a good fucking idea? And they used Steve. To, and they used to uh, that that used to say until you choose again. So even if you forgot, they were still active. You oh, have to choose. You didn't now. even have to be smart enough to remember when to do your stuff. That's perfect for me. Still By the way, this guy's still played. <laughs> for me. I can imagine oh, yeah, he's still even really without good. Power Cosmic, he's amazing. Yeah, for sure. Once again, you just pick willpower every other turn. And he's got 18 defense on a 75, 75. And if they miss, they get a negative one attack. Yep. Which makes it more likely to miss. And you gotta think, this is also an era of clicks where most of the fig, the vast majority of the figures they've been printing have like 9 attack. They're all like 30. Oh, they went back to that? They're 50, 30 point oh, figures. Oh yeah, sure. That's what we were just talking about. I kind of like the UXM era of everyone has 11 and 12s. Anyway. But yeah. It's it's a beautiful time in Heroclix. By the way, Jakeem Thunder and Goblin King were the only two like main attacking figures in anybody's force. At Worlds. At Worlds this year. So WizKids was finally like, maybe we need to do something. <laughs> Just wait till that 75-point Goblin King is picking up a 10-point thing to Quake for 4 damage as well. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's not an issue. So, have you guys read the new rulebook? And picks Precision Strike. Uh, I really so. haven't. No, I have. Is it even out yet? Can you read it? I thought they put the PDF Yeah, out. you can read it now. Okay. No, See, I haven't, I haven't flipped through it yet. I was wondering. Huh. 
Oh well. But anyway. I've heard the rules are very good though. So. That's what I've heard as well. I just wanted to see them. I'll probably read through them later. Uh, I wanted to talk about your favorite episodes that we've done. Oh man. Uh, the recap episodes. Because we had picked like, all the best parts of everything and slammed them together. Oh, the ones where I just basically got, yeah. Those were a pain for me. I bet. God, I, I would not want to do that. So much editing and time consumption on those recap ones. And, but I also really enjoyed them. But you know what? We would always get people complaining. Not many. But we would always get a couple people complaining about those. And they would also have low... Uh, Viewership compared to Viewerships. Because we, around that time... We were getting way more views than all the other uh, HeroClix podcasts there for a very, very long time. We were getting around like 1,500 to 2,000 just sure. just on Podbean. That wasn't our iTunes also. Um, but I would always notice that when I did the recap ones, which I only did like three of them over the course of us doing like yeah. 150 episodes. I think I did them every 50, basically. Uh we, they would be a lot lower. You know what one I refer to on almost a monthly basis? Hmm. The one that followed Drew kidnapping me and making me watch Fast and the Furious in theaters. Because we fucking ramble about that movie for two hours. Um, I like the 100th episode one we did. We kind of... <laughs> the episode where you were like, Drew sounds like a racist the right now. The 100 drinking one was good. We wore wigs. I was drunk. Yeah, that that was no, the one where you just took a shot every time you swore was a. That was the first one we ever did with a video camera. My my return from apparently being the Grinch who stole Clixmas. (laughs) I forgot about that. Oh yeah, I forgot about the the cussing drinking game. Yeah, the cussing drinking game was great because you're like, damn it, you take a shot, and you're like, shit, and you take another shot immediately. (laughs) It's a classic. I liked all the year the year end reviews ones. I agree because we would touch on. Comics too. We would talk about comics, movies. We would kind of sum things up and just kind of have a very relaxed, unfocused episode. I like the Bad Samaritan with guests episode. I like any of our guest episodes in general. Like I really liked when we had other people on, like other, yeah, for other sure. people from the community or whatever. Like that was always fun. Um, but I loved Bad Samaritan. I love that game. God, so just the fun. history of that game. Should have trademarked it at some point. Because I feel like a couple years from now, different podcasts and stuff are going to be doing a version of that game. I think there's already a lot of podcasts out there. And I'll be like, motherfucker, I made it. <laughs> like, and we made it into something. We were the... Fr- this is this is the circle jerk time, so if you don't like this sort of thing... You can... oh, are we about to start this? I mean, like, yeah. my pants are still on. You're the pivot, man. Let's go, champ. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. I... Is, but I went out of the middle of this... <laughs> Hold on, so who's the point guard then? <laughs> now we're playing basketball. I'm the best ball handler, so I'll play You're the guard. best ball handler? <laughs> exactly. I'm but, just really good on the rebound. Oh my god. <laughs> this is Dial H right here. This is, this is the soul. The frank homoeroticism that is Dial H. God. Look, I'll never forget the episode that you began at Hunter's like, we're gonna watch our swearing on this episode. And Drew fucking opens up with a story about it. I bet Austin was just jacking off truck drivers in the fucking and I was just like, oh god, here we go. I was like, well that didn't last. It's <laughs> it's my specific duty to make this podcast, you as know. As filthy as human fucking possible. I, I just felt like, you know, we were always like like we 
all these other HeroClix podcasts, you go look at them, and none of they were just so straightforward and so like you know, like, yeah. uh, this is the news and HeroClix. Ours was like dick, 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 dick HeroClix dick, whiz kids, dick, <laughs> dick, dick. Like, but but people really liked it. it resonated. <laughs> our, our atmosphere and chemistry really resonated because when we first started, like our first dozen or twenty ish episodes. Every week, I'd get email of people saying, like, I really like you it's guys. It's like people we could sit and drink with. Oh, yeah, I really like your whole laid-back, have a beer, and chat with your friends. You guys have great chemistry. You know, this is my favorite I don't cast. know if chemistry is the word <laughs> I'd use for what me and Drew have. I feel like if this were, like, billions of years ago and we were born into other animals, we would be two opposed dinosaurs that would fight to the death and starve. After kissing. After kissing. And then we'd kiss after we starve. My fav- my personal favorite memories of the cast are all of my custom little intros I would make for Drew. Oh, yeah. Those, oh, yeah. That's my favorite of all. There was a good medley of those that you made, wasn't there? On the... On one of the recaps, I did like all of them in a row, or all of them that I could find. There, I may have missed a couple. God, I miss those. But uh, like, that, that when I look back, those are like the ones that make me laugh the most. You know, we're like America. We used to be great. Now we just kind of make dialogue great. <laughs> what was the uh, the Tony Stark and Gambit posters on my wall joke? Oh my god, it came up every time. Was, uh, I thought about like buying like a Gambit body pillow and bringing it in with me today. But yeah, he was just like fucking enough. Austin Smith loves Gambit so much. Like, so it's become a running gag thing on my stream now because I play and love an army that everybody else hates. So like, I always what game uh, Stormcast Eternals and Age of Sigmar. Oh, and so everyone always fucking hates on me for them. That was a different language to me. I don't know what he just uh, said. It's a bad game that they made. It's not a bad game. It's, it's a, a bad game. game that they made out of something great. No, they made a fantastic game alongside something that was dying. It was still better than what they got. Now. Yeah, I love playing nothing but Colossals. The game was way cooler than it is. Hater. I never see it. Who play, Who do you play that game with? I never see... I don't I, play it. I just collect the figures. It's fucking easier than saying I collect and paint figures. Yeah, from you're lucky. I've missed you. I know. I love this. Anyway, <laughs> we're gonna well, see. I told you this is fucking. <laughs> what were you saying? I lost what I was saying. <laughs> uh, anyway, you're painting on your stream and you're. I don't fucking remember now. I was talking about a gambit body pillow and then I lost oh, it. Yeah. Uh, what else was there? There was that time period where we used random sampled songs off, off YouTube for the intros to the podcast. That was pretty much the whole entire... Have you listened got, to our podcast? We did they the still an- do that. Then we got the anniversary episode where we had all those people stop by as guests, which was a lot of fun. That's probably... Yeah, that was a good one. We had a whole lot of... We had Mary's with Clicks, Edward... Um, and they all did all our segments. Glass Cabinets... We, we had, had the stars of the... We had Clicks, the Value Corner! I think we had Clicks TV, didn't we? I guess, yeah, I guess my bet, fondest memory is the Value Corner. Head on down to the corner. Like, I... Uh, head on down? Like, I just wanted to, like... I, like, I didn't know how to pitch it, so I was, like... I was, like, gonna joke about throwing in my own segment. Like, just being like, Yeah, hey, guys, uh... Set on down to the value corner, huh, Hunter? And me and Hunter would just be like, oh, God, here you go. We, we, we played off each happen. other really good on the value corner. I'll play off of you, you know what I'm saying? Ooh. 
Are you a good ball Frank handler? Frank Homo <laughs> I'm not a point guard, but I can throw the ball around. But you moment. can get it down the court if you need to. As long I'm as more of a half-court shooter. I don't like to be right up there in the midst of things. As long as you're not full-court press, <laughs> you can get the ball down the court. Oh, man. <laughs> right. That'll work. I mean, I, I think this podcast, we were so good for so long because we just... Uh, we didn't give a fuck. We didn't give a fuck. <laughs> and I tried to carry that attitude on, but... Um, I think it still has that come relative... Granted, I don't listen to any other HeroClix podcasts anymore, but relative to, you know, everything. No, uh, I, think, I think people got tired of me not giving a fuck. So like, I think uh, we talk about it a little bit with streaming and stuff, is there's a big difference between the people who do it because they feel obligated and people who are passionate about it. And I feel like as a group, we enjoyed getting together every week. And oh, we yeah. We enjoyed just shooting the shit. It also genuinely is our chemistry. Like, yeah. us, us three really do, for whatever reason, we have exceptionally good chemistry on podcast. I we feel like really if you get do. a group of anybody in a room with me, they all hate all, me, and so it develops chemistry. It really Back to the there. circle, Jerry. <laughs> it really is there, though, because we got a bajillion emails over the course of our show of people saying that, yeah. so it's not like we're just saying that. And I think that's a... And I think it... it while I think Dial H now is... Fucking is Drew's the wild good, card. It's still pretty good, that chemistry. It, and your chemistry's not bad. I would definitely yeah, not call I it agree. bad. But it's definitely just not on the same level. There's also a difference. You, It's easier to get it going when you're in the same room like we are. I feel today. like a lot of podcasts have that problem, yeah. actually. Most of the podcasts that do it's Skype... Just, it's almost inevitable, it really yeah. is. When you're able to see Drew's face seething with rage as his, as his eyebrow raises up somewhere into the orbit of Earth's atmosphere in anger. God, what is that face you're making right now? God, that one wispy, lovely lock of silver hair that you have there. It looks like fucking Rogue. I'm putting you in a Rogue cosplay for Gen Con next year. Oh, wow, uh, you, you're so clever. I've never heard that one before. <laughs> hey, the only one should be Rogue because he secretly thinks he's Gambit. I, oh, that's true, right? Yeah. <laughs> that was the joke, Hunter. Yeah, we just breaking it down. Because <laughs> Drew missed it. He wasn't uncomfortable I, uh, with the whole scenario. Yet. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, he was just trying to figure out how he's going to get in those tights. I was just, yeah, I was just thinking about next year. Listen, Dial H for Hero Clicks. What a podcast. What a- <laughs> is it with the number four or F-O-R? <laughs> uh, I like how Hunter's like, like anytime I go off and like, I'm just like, Dial H for Hero Clicks. Wow, guys. <laughs> to be fair, that's one thing I will give Hunter credit for is through all the bullshit me and Drew have put him through over oh, the yeah. years. He's been a great show my, my leader favorite. and guided us in the right direction because God only knows we would have talked about Fast and the Furious for eight hours. And Dicks. <laughs> That's the best episode, I think. Fucking, he picks up a Gatling gun off a drone yes! and has a trigger on it! It's great! It's realistic. Uh, also on my top five episodes is the one where I dropped the N-bomb. Oh God, I forgot about that one. Cool. It's out there. I edited that out, didn't I? No, no, I want to say you didn't because I told no, you afterwards. I didn't at first because I didn't somehow catch it, even when I did editing. Either way, that's one and of then the somebody find it. And then you guys told me, so I did go back and fix that. Then we had the one guy get really angry about what I said about elves from Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That was fantastic. Say it again, just one more time. Didn't we have that one guy? For posterity's sake, Austin. Wasn't there somebody who, like, went crazy on us on Facebook towards the end? I see. I remember that sending you guys that pictures. Was, yeah. No, this was something different. Shit, what was he so mad about? I had to block him because he was sending our Facebook thing. That was him. Multiple times a day. Oh, it wasn't the elf guy. This was around that same period, but it was not him. 
This was this was a different guy. I had to. I don't know. We had. I mean, like occasionally we'd have one of these crazy. He was mad up. about something so crazy and random and didn't even make sense. He was very nonsensical. Yeah, cause you. Uh, I remember sending you guys pictures of his messages on Facebook. Yeah, I remember this now. Anyways, hold on. He was, keep it going. I can't he got, even It was about a politically about. correct or. Yeah, it was something politically correct. Like he was thinking we were saying something racist, and we in all genuine like we were not saying anything. It was almost like somebody called somebody boy, and he like took it as like a racist thing. What'd you say, boy? Yeah, or something like that. I'm like, what? Oh man! Like you're looking too much into this. But then when I said that, he got like crazy, and he kept. I remember you said he was pages. making he was making posts on the Dial H thing about like these guys are fucking sexist or racist or whatever it was like so much that I ended up having to block him and get all his stuff removed. It was hilarious. Which the guy was. Obviously, I laughed about it. I yeah. laughed. Oh, I man. would say he was a troll, but it wasn't. I don't think he was. I People, think he's mentally ill. There's a point of trolling where it becomes not trolling anymore. You just got another limit, and both Austin and I are really good at it. Like we're we're in the top ten. Yeah, you guys always stop right before you kiss. So that's the way to do it. You got to build up the tension. I mean, like you just there's a reason. Will I, there won't they? There's that's, a reason I always sit between you guys. I mean, that's the way the heat builds up on this podcast. Like. It's a will they, won't they? Will Drew and Austin ever hook up? Just, just below the table time. right now. They've been fucking doing it the whole time. Just all the times me and Austin have gotten into arguments, like and then right after Rude's like stupidest shit over the dumbest shit. Fucking you kidnapped me and dragged me to Fast and the Furious. I would have rather you raped me. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been less degrading and over much quicker. <laughs> much quicker. <laughs> Fucking, that's why they call him Rocket Racer. (laughs) (laughs) Rocket Racer, how's he not? Oh, God. Anyways. I missed you, fuckers. Yeah, somewhere out there, somebody should. (laughs) Somebody's been used to the new Dial H, and that's what they've started watching. They're going to get this episode and be like, what the fuck is going on? Somebody should go through, like, all the old episodes and, like, put together a greatest moments type thing which would be pretty easy consider i did most of the legwork for you on that on all several <laughs> episodes so we'll just cram together the three anniversary episodes and call it a day you could do like a file that has all of the uh the you know the silver age value corners and one that has all the fucking el gacho uh, <laughs> el gacho oh. el gacho yeah god so many good figures those were the days ladies and gentlemen those were the days now we're adults. Well, adults is a... A harsh word. A relative term. Hunter's an adult. Hunter's, Me and Drew are man-children. Hunter's busy pumping the future seeds of a family tree. <laughs> so. That's on hold right now. Now I'm being a kid. I just built the arcade machine. I'm working on my game room. I was talking about that. The, I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, you know, if you would ask me when I was like seventeen, like back then, I was like ready to have married and be married and have kids. And I was like, ten years later, I'm sitting here building my arcade machine, butt naked. I was like, butt naked for whatever reason. I think I just got out of the shower, and I was like drying off, and I was like building my arcade machine. I was like, I'm butt the naked. The amount of fan fiction yeah. Hunter just created. I was like, I'm 29, butt naked, building an arcade machine right now with no children. I was like, this is not the future I envisioned for myself. 10 but years it's pretty ago. fucking great. But I'm enjoying it. <laughs> With no children. It just goes to show you, you never know what's going to happen with your life. Just kind of go along with the ride. Austin Smith's finally out of his parents' house. Yes. It happened. It happened. 
I went to your place of old place of work, Slippery Noodle, during Gen Con. We almost went there during Gen Con. I was like, no, this is a bad idea. Do the same people still work there and everything? No, they swap employees a lot. There's a lot of turnover there. But, what? eh. We went to, uh, what's the place down the road from there to the south? Um, God, I can't remember what it's called. We went to a bunch of different breweries and shit while we were downtown. A bunch of yeah. play, we played card games and shit at a bunch of them. Thursday night I got shit based drunk. It was pretty good. You know what I'd be on a hero clicks related note? <laughs> oh yeah, that's what this podcast well, is. Well you know about. what I'd be genuine I am genuinely like curious to know is if everywhere else the listeners would have to tell us this because we would have no way of noting. Uh, everywhere else across like America and beyond is the clicks just kind of community dying off to the degree that it has here locally. Because we have because five it is, six it's fallen off a cliff here over the last like two years. There's one store I think that still plays in this area, and and even the places that still play like have very minimal players numbers compared to back when we were doing the podcast, and you know, and I'm just curious if that's the case everywhere because I was also on HD Realms uh, yesterday looking over everything and kind of trying to get the swing of things. That place seems very dead compared to how it used to be too, to me. Uh, but that I, might I mean, be a I combination of things. I like uh, I didn't know if maybe HG Realms itself has fallen off, you know, or what. That you know, place is like a fucking toxic sludge mine or something. I don't. But I, I just, I am curious, like if other people across the board feel like their, you know, their clicks community has kind of yeah. petered off a little bit too, or if it's just a a local focus thing. I will say, like in general, on the HC Realms note. The one thing I've noticed a lot in regards to these miniature gaming communities in any form is they do tend to attract the lowest common denominator. And it's one of those, it's the kind of people they bring about. And we talk extensively about it in some other groups with, there's two kinds of people. You're defined by the things you like or you're defined by the things you hate. And these communities tend to be defined by the things they hate. And it creates a very toxic atmosphere where if you, you're not allowed to like things they don't like. And like... I feel like it's a really it's a really sad way to look at things, like in general. And I feel like I've been in HeroClix groups that are like that, where like you're not allowed to like that theme team, because uh, it's bad. Well, I retrospectively, like I think that uh, our HeroClix groups were really really shitty. <laughs> oh, for sure, most of the people yeah. there. I think we had a great little group left for a while, at yeah. our at our dugout there towards the end. Like, I think it's. I wish I could have gone. Yeah, well, oh, it would have been great. You would be the final little piece that was, miss- that was missing, really, because we had a great little group. I feel like it's any time prizes get involved with anything. Yeah. It kind of sucks well, because... And you know what? Maybe that's why, because remember, I kind of took we the took whole prize. We stopped doing prizes. I, I really changed the way we did prizes there at the end. Because that's, a, that's the that. thing is, like, you need prizes to bring in people, to introduce them to the game, to feel like they're not wasting their time. But at the same time, prizes also bring in the competitive aspects. And the competitive aspects tend to bring in the people who want to just play the best they can. And Harry, it, you son of a bitch. I love Harry. Yeah, but some people are like that regardless. That's they, true. They just can't not play something that's going to win, or at least give them the absolute Harry, you son of a bitch. Chances of winning. <laughs> not necessarily him. I'm just saying, like, 
You're right. You're right that the prizes are a big thing, but you also just have some people who just are. The thing is, and Drew, you've been involved with some other gaming communities like this before too. It's not just here. Like, nah. This is the same thing with magic. No, it's absolutely. The same thing. Yeah. It's just um, a nerd culture. I, I've actually like, found mm, that magic's that's not, not as bad as it used to be. Really? Uh, there's still people. I went to two Friday Night Magics and immediately decided I'm never going back again. When? Uh, it's been a couple months. It was, uh... Did you go with someone you knew? No. That's your problem. Because the issue I ran into was just... I feel like every opponent I played against, as soon as I started winning, their mood became unbearably... Ugh. What were you playing? Well, that... You know, the problem with magic... I, for that reason, too, is definitely prizes. Because that magic, especially at, like, GP and places where a lot of people show up, the, there's pretty good prize oh, yeah. possibilities There's good there. prize support there. And I think people do get real, real salty. They do get salty, that. but as long as you're, like... It's like, I love magic. I love it. At, at your house. So or here's the funny like, thing. When it. I played Modern, there was a while there I was playing Modern every, like, Is that Friday what you're doing in a house? Huh? Is that what you're doing in a house or why you're missing a kidney? No, I just, it's actually, see, the thing about magic is that if you put time into it over a while, you build a really cheap deck, but it has, like, ways to grow. Yeah. It's not as, it costs money, I'm not going to say that it doesn't uh-huh. cost money, but uh, it just, uh, eventually it becomes something. I also got it, my deck off of Dwayne really cheap, so that helps. I saw him at Gen Con, I randomly ran up and hugged him and disappeared into the crowd. Yeah, I love Dwayne. I love Dwayne. Yeah. And Aaron and Scott and all that crew. Yeah. I haven't got to play it. They only went one day. They still play at CBU. CBU. Yeah, they do. But uh, I used to play too, but I don't go in there anymore. Cause I, just, I live right by there now. I just I haven't been there in forever. I just haven't had time. But I've, I've been meaning to go up there one Thursday and play clicks with them. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. It's just... Uh, it's a nerd community thing, I think, that makes people act that way. It's not... What I'm trying... was about to say, though. It's not just like that. I mean, I see that in sports all the time, too. Really? Yeah, there's some people who just can't turn it off. Ricky's one of them. It's hard for him. He's gotten better with age, but it's... Some people just have that competitive, I always want to win, I just absolutely cannot lose it, will like I will die see I have the opposite and, problem and it's not just a nerd community <laughs> I can't give a shit enough about competitive I'm, I'm very competitive about things but I have to be I try not to be a dick about it <laughs> until you play third strike against me oh you're just an ass I can turn it on and off pretty easily but sports teaches you that I feel like yeah. you Organ- organized sports for several years just really what's <laughs> that fucking man he's getting over there <laughs> anyway, is there anything else we want to touch on? That's all I could think of, really. I mean, I don't know, man. It's just. Gonna I just be... wanted to say hi to the fans. I miss you guys. It's just hard, you know. I kind of miss this. This once a week getting together, talking. It really, shit. it really sucks because, like, I, uh, I definitely like we're just so, fucking like this is right here. Everything. We should like take a picture and put it up on the Facebook page and like give them a little teaser of like. Oh, I'm gonna. Yeah, we will as soon as we do this. Are we all going to be shirtless? You fucking rubes, you fell for it. <laughs> what we need to announce here is that we're going to be doing a Pokemon podcast. That's right. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I would love to do a Pokemon podcast. I would, I would do it just to derail it and fucking make <laughs> you guys mad. <laughs> fucking, what was it? We'd have to have Aaron on there because he makes comments like, that looks like the most molestable Pokemon I've ever seen, or this is Team Felatio. Chris is big into Pokemon. 
God. I would love to do a Pokemon podcast. I just don't like Pokemon Go would be my issue. Like I haven't... I play Pokemon yeah, I Go as an excuse to exercise. I don't hate it, but I don't like it either. It's just an excuse to exercise for me. Because I need it. Anyway. You, nah, you're looking good, baby. You're Thanks, good. buddy. I've been losing weight. You're looking good. Not as good as Matt, but holy shit. God, Matt's been fucking knocking it out of the park. Oh, man. Good job, Matt. I hope you're listening to this. Anyway. Uh, it's just what else do we have to talk about that's it that can't be it like I don't want this podcast to end I know right now that I'm here and fucking you know what we need to do we need to go turn that arcade machine leave the microphone on so people can see the real side of Drew what are you talking about I'm an (laughs) asshole they know that like I'm actually not an asshole I'm just what was that run back with Gil it was like what I fucking hate you (laughs) Run back with Gil. Or not a run back with Gil, it was a like run against I'm, Gil. I like how I'm the villain. I was going to say, how are you the villain in the situation where Austin's playing Gil in Third Strike? What's Just wrong with Gil? He's a totally super. balanced character that if he has full super meter comes back from the dead. Yeah, it's, it's super fun beating you like eight times in a row and then having you come back and, you know, beat me. Because that's fair. I was well, just shocked that the wins can go up to triple digits. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <This laughs> Alright, you're cut you're going too low below the belt now at this point. Wow, dude. I thought we were friends. I thought we were too. We just like rekindled our friendship and now Did we? Yeah, I thought at Gen Con we were like hot. Did it need rekindled? I yes. thought we were always eternally. Know, the fire was always burning. The pilot light was always on. There, deep down. And you just, just had to turn the oven on. You just on. had to turn it up a little bit. And then I spit on it. Throw it on it. <laughs> Giggity. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, I think the cast is in good hands, though. To I touch, think it is, too. To touch back. I'm I, excited to see where it goes. I think Chris and Calder, uh, you know, they're they're naturally getting got the hang of it. I mean, shit, as many episodes as Chris has done with you now. It's you been know, about He's 30. done a lot, yeah. Yeah. And then Calder seems like he's pretty good at at it naturally um, I'm excited to see where Heroclix goes I mean I won't say that like I'm ever I won't say for sure I'll ever come back to it or anything like that but I mean it's I'm always I'm gonna to say it. that I'm never coming back to it <laughs> I'm probably not well I kept my favorite pieces for the purpose of every now and then I want to I've still got all my shit if you wanna if you wanna buy uh, I don't wanna buy anything do you wanna buy do you wanna buy a collection that's why I haven't went to to CBU for the most part is cause all they do every week is do uh, sealed, and I'm like, I don't want to spend money. I just I want to come and play. Clicks. Yeah, I don't want more clicks. I just want to play with what I have. Like, do a build that I can play, and I will come. But uh, yeah, I just burn my money on Games Workshop products. I might be willing to do a sealed on a Thor set. I spent looks pretty so cool. much money on Guild Ball stuff. Guild Ball's pretty sweet. I know a lot of people that play it. It's actually got a good community. Shout-outs to Guild Ball. See you on a Guild Ball. Everyone keeps wanting me to play Guild Ball. You should play Guild Ball. Shut up, Drew. No, I'm serious. The blacksmiths are really appealing to me. The ones you and every income. other motherfucker. I know. I actually yeah. need... I, I'm, I'm just going to wait till they actually release, and I'll buy them. Let's wrap her up. Don't tell me how Do you to have live anything? my life. Don't, I mean, Drew is the runner of a very popular... This is it. Well, that's Holy what I was about shit, to say. Holy shit, this is Drew Alderson. Hi, Drew. Are you on a podcast? I am. Hi, <laughs> I, I, Do you, I, I mean, I'm sorry. You... Let me actually say this. I'm Drew Alderson. I was on a podcast. Oh, that like breaks my heart. I don't know if I can handle this now. Do you want to? Actually, tearing up a little. <laughs> you want to do your own little, you know, spiel? Oh fuck! I mean, Austin and I are already retired. 
This is old hat. I know. Yeah, you, fucking crew here. came up to our cabin in the Himalayas <laughs> and was like, we need to get the gang together one more time. <laughs> Just one more heist and we're done. I, I was swear. like, I don't fucking believe this. this. Is our There's going to be a third movie. I know how this shit goes. <laughs> this is our Fast and Furious 7. Fuck you. You're not going out like burning garbage. Oh, but it's been a long day. <laughs> oh, God, that's so... Oh, my gosh. No, this is our Tokyo Drift. Uh, the best one? Yes, <laughs> yeah, you're right. You the best one, then. No, Fast Five was great. You're fuck yourself. Anyway, the very they first, fucking have very... a bank vault tied to two cars. The order of best is number one, then Tokyo Drift, then five. That's how it goes for me. I can agree with that. The one we went to was pretty good. Fuck you. The one we went to was terrible. It was amazing. You know what was even worse? The following one. They've gotten seen, worse. I, I haven't seen it. I've heard nothing but bad things. That's all I'll say. Fuck let, you. Even, fuck you. You don't get a guy in your car, lock the doors, let him call his mother, put her on speakerphone, and then say, I've kidnapped your son. Because you know what her response was? Okay. <laughs> like, she was happy to get rid of me. Well, you're like 28 years old, so... You thought you were taking me home. That was a trust violation. I guess what? I violate you so much. I was going to say, it wasn't the last time. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, boys and girls. Do you want to do any kind of spiel? Let's let's do it. Go ahead. I heard they're in spiel. I want to hear this. Go fuck yourself, Austin. (laughs) Peace! I'm out. (laughs) I'm out! (laughs) No, uh, I just want to say that... uh, He's he's dropping in bomb, isn't he? Those words are going to be on his tombstone. (laughs) Fuck you, Austin Austin Smith. I'm out. (laughs) It'll be like, Austin Smith, fuck you. Just keep going, fading you off. Mine's going to be born an ass. He just goes around the tombstone (laughs) and wraps around a couple times. (laughs) Mine's going to be born an ass, die an ass, because I was born ass first. Were you born out of an ass? Because that would make more sense. Probably. Listen, a serious time, alright? Mm. I already cried once. We're gonna cry again. You guys are some fucking babies. This is like... First uh, off, Hunter Smith, just because you don't have any estrogen in your body. You, you know that picture of like the old man crying? I feel like that's gonna be Hunter Smith as soon as he listens to this episode and we leave. He's just tear running down his cheek. We close the door and like the camera pans back softly on Hunter. God damn This wasn't my life. <laughs> this is the way it was supposed to go. Hero Clicks has been a big part of my life for a long time. Bullshit. Nah, it has. Like, we used to do this every Saturday. We used to do this two or three times a week. What? Oh, he means podcast. Oh, podcast. Well, I guess we played Hero Clicks two or three times a week, yeah. We were addicted to it. We, uh, we lived it. We gave so... Can I have all that money back, please? (laughs) (laughs) Just... I made most of my I'll give you the stuff. (laughs) Just give me the money. Um... Quite honestly, I had fun. I have no regrets. No regrets. Uh, no ragrats. No ragrats. <laughs> um, it's just you know, it's it, everything you know. Fucking, it was just me, Austin, and Hunter. Man, those were the days we were alive, man. Uh, I I kept it going because I thought you know, I thought you guys would care, you know, and you did proud of you guys but I'm gonna I'm gonna hand it off now and go off into the sunset closing down shop you can just look at me down the corner putting the closing sign you know I'm turning the open to close for some reason that is substantially sadder than anything else I'm just like I'm outside you know just nodding you know 
Just looking yeah, down to the hookers on the corner like, I'm out. <laughs> Say bye to Sarah St. John. Yeah. <laughs> the con artists on the corner. The con artists. <laughs> you know what you did there, Whiskits. <laughs> They're fucking hookers. <laughs> They're fucking short short skirts. Oh my god. <laughs> fucking just memories, dude. Like, it's just, you know, nostalgia getting older. Like we we're all gonna we're all still gonna be friends. Maybe maybe in a couple of years once this thing's dead we'll friends. We can do some kinda yeah. <laughs> random episode one day and the fans never at least expect it. They'll just boot up their weekly dial each. Boom, we just kick down the door on Chris. <laughs> yeah, how about this new fucking episode? We're back, bitches. <laughs> Fuck you, Chris, you're out. We're in <laughs> Tag me in, buddy, tag me in. But, uh, no, I don't really know how to put into words how this whole experience has been, but, uh, it's been good. Fantabulous. I've never had someone come up to me, you know, and been like, oh, you're fucking Drew from Dilation. Full fucking shit, I did it to you the one time at Gen Con. I know you. <laughs> we had we had people do it we at Gen Con. We had I know, it was great, that's what I'm saying. Oh, like, I thought you said you never I thought you said you never. No, I meant like... I before meant, this. Before this, yeah. you didn't let me finish, Austin Smith. Sorry. Fucking... I have to keep the pattern going. I was I've never say, let you finish a speech at all. Right? It wouldn't be right if Austin didn't interrupt you twice at least. I, God, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Even at the end, like. But, oh, uh, I just don't want you to cry. I'm sure, like, fucking everyone's, like, you know, teared up. Oh, my God, I can't fucking believe it. I, I love you guys. I hope you, I hope you, uh, and I hope you keep playing Heroclix for as long as you want. But you got to know when the time's right. As Kenny Rogers once said, you gotta know when to hold him. You gotta know when to walk away. You gotta know when to run. It's Drew Alderson, I'm running away. See you, bitches. <laughs>